Welcome to Success Coaching with Eric Reed. This show is for you if you'd like to develop more strategic growth for your business so it can be more profitable, opening the door to leading a happier, more balanced life. And now your host, Eric Reed. everybody and welcome to Success Coaching Radio. My name is Eric Reed and I'm your host for today. I'm so excited you decided to join us. I see many of you returning week after week and what that tells me is you're invested into your success. Now for those of you that are new and asking what does he mean by success, I was trapped in this mindset that I had to be always chasing success, that there was this thing called success that I should be running after regardless of anything else going on. You know, that if I wasn't on the phone working on a deal, then I was dead. And what I began to realize in life was that's not how I wanted to go through the rest of my life, driven and driven by somebody's abstract idea of success. And so I began to to look at what success would mean in my life. What did it mean to be successful? And as I began to study the greats and those people that were at the top of their games, I realized that success financially, though important, was not the center of their universe. Living life with purpose and integrity and intentionality and full into was how they defined success. And so through that, I've begun to transform my life. Some of you may or may not know, but I live in Uruguay now. My family and I decided to sort of go off grid, change our lifestyle, sell our house in Georgia, pack up and move to a beach house in Uruguay and and experience life in a different way because that change of environment can create such a dramatic change in perspective. And frankly, I was given the opportunity to and I was able to seize it because I took a moment and breathed into what I wanted to have. And now I have afternoons with my kids. I get to coach and and do radio shows like this and write and, and consult. And life has taken on a different meaning. So that's why I love doing success coaching radio. And on weekdays, doing success coaching live on Facebook. So welcome. And today we're going to talk about eight steps to becoming your best self. Now, I always laugh when I do what... I like to call these listies. You know, it's a list of eight steps, 10 steps, three steps, four steps to becoming your best, to becoming your biggest. Let's just go ahead and clear it off the top of the table. It's not as simple as eight steps, but it can be that easy. When we begin to take action and we have a guide through things like eight steps to becoming your best self, we're able then to get away from the things that have caused our our vision to be clouded, that have left us sort of trapped in a box with the instructions on the outside. And so these eight steps to becoming your best self, eh, they're not the full answer, but they're a really good way to get out of the box and to begin living life a little differently. So if you're ready to begin to dig in to today's episode of Success Coaching Radio, let's get started. All right. The first thing I really want to encourage once you begun, have begun the journey of uh, change is really to stay the course. Now, what we repeatedly do, we become. And so as we begin to move out of our old self 
it is in a habit style way. So we have to become conscious of the habits that we need to create the behaviors we want to build results that will give us the new feelings that we're wanting to live into. So again, the habits create behaviors that become results that allow us to feel the way we want to feel. Now, often during this change in self, we lead from feelings, but we know that our feelings can be deceptive. And so as our feelings change, our habits change, our behaviors change, and our results change, and they become erratic and unpredictable, and pretty soon we're saying, see, I knew, I knew this wasn't right. I knew it wouldn't work. It never does. I knew it. I'd be left with the same old feelings. So when you begin this course of change, focus, follow one course until successful, or simply prepare to stay this, the course. Find an action that you know is going to guide you to where you need to be. Make that action slash habit as simple and as practical as possible. And then make a commitment to do it for 100 days. Make a commitment to do it for 30 days, 7 days, 7 hours, whatever it is. But bind yourself to staying the course. And in doing so, not only will you begin to move into the change, but you will have developed that consistency muscle that when you're ready to take it to the next level or apply it to a different area of your life, you've already learned it. So an interesting thing, sort of as a personal story, because that's what we do in coaching and training and teaching and inspirational, is when I began my journey, my mentor and friend Paul Martinelli said, I want you to take Think and Grow Rich, the book by Napoleon Hill, and I want you to stand, or I want you to read chapter 9 on persistence, 14 days. Now I was like, okay, 14 days, no big deal. Then he added the word consistently in there. I was like, could you repeat that and define what you mean? And what he meant was, I want you to read it every day for 14 days. And if you skip a day, you have to go back and start again. And I was like, okay, this should be pretty easy. It's, you know, going to take me 30 minutes to an hour to read it. Because it's, it's not a long chapter. It's not, you know, complicated reading. Well, it took me 29 calendar days to complete 14 days consecutively. And I remember at one point in that journey, it was like 11 o'clock at night and I hadn't read my assignment. And I, I was like, I am not going back to ground zero. I am not. So I stood in the kitchen with a book in hand. And I mean, literally stood in the kitchen with the book in the hand, eyes almost collapsed in sleep, knowing that if I didn't stay focused on reading and staying awake, I was going to fall and smash my head into the, to the granite countertop. Well, as I began to complete that journey, and as I began to understand that principle of staying the course, I was like, well, I did 14 days in a row of thinking grow rich. I can do 15 days of getting up at 7.15 and doing 10 push. And I was able to apply that discipline, that consistency, that staying the course muscle that I had built to recently just closing in on number 90 consecutive Facebook Live teachings. Now, had I tried to do that in the beginning without learning how to stay the course, wouldn't have happened. 
And I can say I'm better at Facebook Live now, Facebook Live teachings now than I was on day one. But I knew that I, I had already developed that muscle of consistency. So the first step to becoming your best self is stay the course and learn the discipline of staying the course. And then the second is practice, practice, practice. It takes determination and discipline and a lot of regular practice to change your brain. Now, often in sports, you know, how do you get Or in music, you've always heard, how do you get better? Practice, practice, practice. The things that we're playing in our head, the notes that are going through our head every day, we need to practice, 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 which means take time out, sheet music or affirmation or book or habit sheet in front, and practice, practice, practice. We're not going to get better or without doing some work. And we have to be intentional about that idea of practice, practice, practice. Because we know over time, incremental growth occurs when we apply ourselves daily to a task. It was interesting. I was at my kid's school this morning. I was talking to the, the, the principal and another parent. And it was, I was presented with that studies have repeatedly shown that it's not the age of acquisition that determines a child's success. Which simply, and and we were discussing reading, but the amount of effort they put in once the acquisition has been achieved. So what we were saying is, you know, is, is it a late starter or was that an early reader? And it wasn't so much what point they began, but how much effort they put in once they began to read that they eventually leveled out the playing scale, scale or score, whatever. So, sorry about that. My brain went dead for a minute. It's been that kind of day. Um, so, what it meaning that if a kid starts in the beginning of second grade, middle of second grade, start of third grade, to really take on a passion of learning and be a self-reader, that within a very short period of time, they'll catch up to each other. It all balances out because of the amount of practice that's applied. And then number three, I want to sort of encourage you is to monitor your progress. When we start to strive towards becoming our best self or better self, we often set a target out there in the future to acquire this much money, to complete this kind of book or number of books or speaking tours, or to lose this much weight or to grow our business by a certain percentage, that we have all these things that we've set out there in the future. And we're always walking towards them. But we really sometimes forget to take a look back and say, wow, I've come a long way. Three months ago, had you told me I'd be doing X, Y, or Z, I wouldn't have believed it. Three years ago, had you told me I'd be living in a country called Uruguay with a house that's on the beach... I would have thought, first, could you please explain to me where Uruguay is? And then how am I going to be on this house on the beach? Now, got to tell you, there are days I walk up and down the beach and I think that's a bigger house, better view, nicer windows. I want to be in that one. But I don't think to myself any longer that I can't be in that one. Why? Because three years ago, I never thought I'd be in the one I was. But as I continued to make small progress, towards a goal and a dream, it came to be. 
But remember to monitor your paragraphs. Not only have a written way or journal or photos that you can go back and look at. When I was going through the 14-day process with the Think and Grow Rich, what I did was I actually wrote every day that I completed the task. And so if you would pick up my copy today on my bookshelf, you would see these random dates and you'd be like, what is this about? Those were the days that I was able to accomplish it. And you'll see that there was a gap and then the restart. I had, I had found a way to monitor my progress, not only to motivate me to continue to go forward, but to remind me how far I had come. Now, number four is talk about your successes. We live in a culture that somebody may say, oh, he's braggadocious, or he's always talking about himself, or he's always putting himself up on the, you know, the pedestal. I don't mean talk about your successes in that way, but share your journey, share your achievements, take a moment to reflect on what you've done. Because interestingly enough, when we get it out of of the brain and into the world, we hear it differently than we've stored it, so to speak, in our memory banks or in our processing center. And when we take time to talk about our successes... We hear ourselves. Now, it was interesting the other day, um, I, was ta- I was with somebody and they had had this huge list of accomplishments in the last couple of months. You know, they had completed a book, it had gone on Amazon, it had become a great pop, you know, it had, it had gotten some ranking, was getting some sales, was developing a following. But they kept using the word we, 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 we. And I know the story, and though there were a lot of supporting people and encouraging people and inspiring people, the we didn't fit the story. They were programmed to not take credit. They were programmed to not call attention to self. They were programmed to share the wealth among family and friends and co-workers. They had been programmed that if they said, I did, it sounded wrong. But what we need to learn is that in that I am statement, we gain confidence, we gain encouragement, we affirm that we have the skills and talents that we need. So when I speak about having now living in Uruguay in a house on the beach, I don't say that to impress you. I say that to impress upon you that the journey is important. is available to everybody. There is nothing that's separate. I don't even speak Spanish, if that helps on how available it is to everybody. I say it because I want you to understand that a dream is possibly possible to be lived. And if I didn't say it out loud, I wouldn't affirm it to myself. I wouldn't affirm it to my faith. And I wouldn't be able to guide others towards it. So when I speak about... Talk about your success out loud. I'm, you know, hear it for what it is. To make a statement that says, I'm proud that I finished writing a book. Or I wrote a book. It's a success. It's an achievement. It's an accomplishment. If you don't celebrate it, you know, in my belief system, that means until you celebrate one success, you're not ready for the next level or the next success. To become our best selves, we need to create positive focus activities. Now, 
One of the things that so often happens is that in our day, we get caught up in the busy, busy, crazy, crazy. And we're accomplishing things and we're knocking things off our to-do list or we're getting things done. But we don't really have positive focus activities. Those activities that bring positive energy back to us. You know, if we had a pitcher of water and we went around and filled all the cups in the room... We'd have to go back to the well to get more water to continue to be of service. What are those activities that bring positive energy into your life? Now, meditation and prayer and inspirational reading is great. I sometimes find myself watching things on YouTube that are inspirational videos. Or I don't know why, but watching shows like Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, America's Got Talent, and seeing somebody step on stage fully nervous, like, oh, this is in front of thousands, and stepping into their dream inspires me. It gives me hope. It gives me the energy I need to move forward. So when we, when I talk about having positive focused activity or positively focused activities in your day, make sure you're scheduling those in. You know, if it's a daily thing, a weekly thing, um, ironically, my phone has an app that I think it's called Breathe, but it will stop me and remind me to breathe, to re-energize, to refocus, to refuel. Another thing that we do on our journey to becoming our best self is to leverage our relationships. Now, in business, we call it networking. But in self-development and personal growth, I like to say, you know, we're leveraging the relationships of the people we have around us. And sometimes those people may not be, you know, handshake people, people we can see and touch every day. They may be people that we communicate just like this through radio and podcasts or Facebook or you know, traditional books. But they may also be those handshake people in our life. Learn to leverage them. Learn to share your dreams, your goals, your ambitions, the changes you're trying to create in your life with them and seek their help as an accountability partner, as a mentor, as a coach, as somebody that you can share ideas with in a non-judgmental way. Understand that the networking principles that you use to grow your business as an entrepreneur need to be applied in other areas. One of the greatest gifts that I've received over the last year is really my ability to sit with other parents and say, here's what we got going on in our house. Any advice? Any hints? My kids are eight and seven. I... Every day I think I'm messing up and I'm always grateful at the end of the day that they didn't die or get bodily, get mangled because of my crazy, sometimes parentingness. So I met, I leveraged those relationships and I ask a question and then I shut up, sit back and listen. Because through their experience and through their wisdom and through their perspective, I grow, I become better. I become more of who I want to be. I do the same thing when it comes to meeting with other coaches in the industry about coaching practices and coaching ideas and coaching tools, radio and podcasts. I get consulting. I get asked to consult often about how do you build a successful podcast or radio show? How do you build social media into a, in a revenue stream? 
But I didn't learn all that in a vacuum. I leveraged the relationships that I have around me to help me become better at what I want to do so I could pursue my dream faster. It's sort of like, why would you run with a hundred pound pack on your back when there's nine friends that would gladly take 10 pounds each and you could all move forward faster? And that's where leveraging your relationships will help. Um, It sort of leads to the next one that I had written down was about not doing it alone. When you're seeking to become your better self, when you're seeking to make a change, when you're changing the environment or changing the person you're becoming, often it's a great time for a coach. And I say that not as a self-serve, but often I meet with coaching clients because of a season. I'm in a season of change, a transition. I'm trying to discover something and I can hear it going on down in my brain and in my soul and around my gut, but I can't quite dig it out. I, I, I can't get to it. I can't find it. And a coach is a great person to help pull those layers back and get you to where you need to go. And then, okay, we're good, we're good. And then you release or you may stay through as you develop that skill set. So I always say in coaching, it's either for a season or for a set or skill set. I'm sorry. Um, And then maybe guiding somebody on how to use a new set of tools and techniques to manage their growth and their change. If you don't have access to a coach, you can always, there's books, there's Welcome to visit my Facebook Live every morning. But don't go it alone because what got you there isn't going to get you to the next place. And if you don't change, if you're looking to change the person, sometimes you need to change the perspective. And that's where having other people involved in the process helps. You know, um, you're not going to solve the problem using the same tools that created it. And that's the don't go it alone philosophy. You know, if I got me in this mess, certainly I can get myself out, but couldn't I get myself out at a different, better, higher level if I was with somebody that had already been there, done that, or could see what got me here and correct my behavior? You know, seeking professional help help is it, it, it's interesting because people come in two ways to me as a coach and as a consultant. They come really stoked, like, yeah, I've got my first one. Yay, I'm somebody. I finally got a coach. I'm you know, on the path. It's like a badge of, uh, of affirmation for their journey and their success as executives or entrepreneurs or just individuals. And others come and say, don't tell anybody. Can we keep this secret? Because they're afraid that if they tell people that they couldn't do it alone, that they had to seek out professional help, that they had to ask somebody else's opinion, it somehow makes them feel small or less valuable or less resourced. And I absolutely quite, you know, almost have to sit back in my chair and say, by being able to ask for help or seek a professional, you're actually more aware of the other than the other person. Because you're telling yourself, I know the potential that I have. And in order to tap into that deep well, I may need some tools that this other person has. And I'm going to step into that and ask. So don't be afraid to ask for professional help is what I have 
as sort of our eighth step for becoming our better self. It is a journey, this journey of personal growth. It's not a destination. And as I said in the beginning, when I was caught up in chasing success, believing the idea that there was going to be this moment where I would step into success and all the, you know, angels in heaven would, you know, do their angels in heaven sound machine things. And I reached a level and then I reached another level and I got another award and I got another award. And yeah, it felt good. And there were moments that I was like, oh, this is good. I like it. I can provide for my family. We have these resources. We can take these trips. I'm being acknowledged. My ego is being stoked. But there was still waking up sometimes in the morning and being like, ugh, something's missing. You know, I just, I, it was almost, it was like when you go to the refrigerator over and over again and you graze through the entire kitchen and you leave and you're still hungry, even though you probably consume like 50,000 calories. It was when I realized that I needed to build a whole life where I could feel successful as a dad and as a spouse and as an entrepreneur and as a business builder and as a contributor to my community and and to others lives and i began to build a full circle success that i became to be that i started to become my better self and it was using something like this eight step process that i'm sharing with you that allowed me to move into that and still actually i use these principles I have a coach. I have a mentor. I do track my progress. I do set not only business plans, but personal growth plans. I'm involved in masterminds, things where we may share an idea and talk about it or share a book or be on a journey of discovery through fellowship. So I'm going to recap the eight steps real quick for you. The first was stay the course. Understand that personal growth is a journey and that maybe the change won't occur occur right away. But change is always occurring. And by staying the course, you're directing the change. You're controlling the outcome. Practice, practice, practice was number two. Remember, we need to practice the new behaviors we want. We need to practice the new language that fits our new life. We need to practice the mindset that we want to be a part of. And then monitor your progress. Have a way of looking back and looking forward and looking side to side, so to speak. Make sure you start with some way of monitoring it and keep it up. Talking about your success was, uh, I lost calm, sorry, number four. Talk about your success um, so that you can hear it and also so you can inspire others. And sometimes, honestly, in talking about it, People will say, oh, wow, you've done this. Have you tried this? And they'll add into it like, oh, that would be next level. That would be really cool. No, I haven't tried that. Let me set that as my new benchmark, my new success to seek or my new journey to take. And then number five is create a positive focused activity. Have positive focused activities in your life daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. One of the things I do is twice a year attend a conference where I really get poured into for four days with like-minded thinkers and then leverage your relationships and some of those are I call them handshake relationships and some of them are virtual but use those relationships to guide you to where you want to go don't do it alone share where you're at and what you need from others 
Take that hundred-pound pack and divide it among others and ask them to help carry you to the next place. No one can ever do it alone, but no one can know what we need until we ask. Seek help. Ask others to guide you, to show you, to teach you, to inspire you, to up-level you, to challenge you. Sometimes that happens through professional help. Sometimes it's paid professional help. Sometimes it can be professional help through our, our churches and our synagogues and our other places of faith. But what I want you to know is that you can begin, starting here, starting now, starting as soon as this show is over, to begin to transform your life into what you want. Now, we always have the choice to live life by default or by design, to be chasing success, or as I like to say, living with success. It's up to you. And you've begun the first step because, guess what? You're still part of this radio show. You've tuned in. You've now committed to becoming a person of change, or you would have never clicked play and listened for these last 20, 30 minutes. So if I can help you along that journey, if I can guide you to the next place, if I can, you know, coach, mentor, or share ideas with you, reach out to me through social media. Not that hard to find. It's not that complicated. And I'd love to connect with you. So until we get together next Friday, continue to live life with success. And join us weekdays, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern on Facebook Live for living life with success, simple principles, sometimes to get us through the day, to get us through the week, or to make our more, start our morning with a different mindset. Well, until we get a chance to connect, be blessed and have a great day. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreed.com. And like us on Facebook slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Join us next time for Success Coaching with Eric Reed.